You are listening to the Mission Matters Podcast Network, where we amplify the stories of entrepreneurs, executives, and experts. Welcome to Financial Legacy, Nothing Off Limits with Leah. I'm your courageous host, and October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Let's take this time to remember those in remission, those who need encouragement, and those who are simply having a difficult moment as prayers and encouragement go to you and your family. Thanks to all my listeners for your support. Be sure to listen until the end of the show for a rare gem reveal for Mr. Dwayne Griffin. Thanks for joining us and welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Great. How are you doing today? Man, I'm peace. I'm peace. I woke up a little rocky. My dog was barking. You know, my sleep was a little rocky, but I woke up focused, ready to get some small tasks done. It's just a little bit, a little bit of small tasks that I've been kind of putting off in the back burner that can really be back breaking. <laughs> so I'm on top of it this morning. Let's get it. I understand that on this great morning. And so speaking of that, it sounds like you're in your planning phase. Do you mind telling the listeners what you're working on? Absolutely. So one thing I'm trying to get together, I'm a very good group home operator. I'm a great husband and dad, but I think I fall short at the consultant piece. And when I say that, I battle with having to charge my community a certain type of price to get me in front of their camera for a Zoom call or a phone call and versus them having enough money to start their business. So I fumble with that a lot right now. My conscience definitely eats at me from what I need to really figure out how to, you know, balance my time and how to, you know, rightfully charge people for my time. At the same time, be able to think about the struggles that I had when I didn't have a lot of money to start a business with. Not wanting to be that shark figure and, and want to be that that savior type of person. But I'm finding some peace with that. I'm getting some systems put in place right now. I've got the Group Home Millionaires podcast out as well as the Group Home Millionaires Facebook group and Mr. Group Homes on Instagram that I'm really been pounding lately. So that's that's what's going on right now. It sounds like you have been busy, Mr. Group Home. Yeah, just a little bit. That's a whole lot of it. <laughs> so with that being said, <clears throat> let's talk about, let's take it back a step, right? So how did you become Mr. Group Home? Where did the name originate from? Well, I originally got it about almost a year ago in October. I attended Master Mastering to Marketing by Terdan DeBow. Signed up for her program to market my business, you know, my individual business as a group home consultant. And this this lady by the name of Connie Falls, she has a she has a she has a systems business that she helps people. She she comes in and she does corporate to you know small businesses and she helps them get their their systems together. And we were just sitting talking at dinner at, at one night, you know, through the mastery, and she's like, "Why don't you just name yourself Mr. Group Homes? That's what you do, right?" I was like. Yeah, you're absolutely right about that. You know what I'm saying? So I took the Jeff Dwayne Jr. off, you know, and switched to Mr. Group Homes. And it's it been pretty cool. 
you know, being recognized in the city sometimes when I'm with the family or, you know, out and about. So it, it's pretty cool, but still got a lot of work to do. Still got a lot of people that's not so green that, that just don't understand the information and still trying to figure out a, a way that that can save me my time at the same time, plug the information into the people. So we're working through that. Great. That name is definitely a ring. I like it. Based on your personality, it fits you. <laughs> it's a, I appreciate it's it. It's a great <laughs> show for you. It's a great look. So let's talk a little more in depth, Justin, about your legacy alone. You mentioned the family when you're out with the family. What are some <laughs> of your rare, precious moments with the family when you're spending quality time? Oh, man, just I'm just like flashing through the years. You know, when I first met my wife, she had, you know, two daughters already. So they were two years old and six months. And, you know, you know, it might it may have been frowned upon, you know, as a young single man to to get with someone that, you know, had so, you know, the baby so fresh and brand new to the world, you know, because obviously the first thought is, you know, it's a relationship lingering somewhere. But, you know, I committed. Then we had, you know, our son, you know, maybe a year and a half later, something like that. She she became pregnant with our son. And I just think about, you know, all the times I have committed to something, it's been pretty successful. Anytime that I wasn't committed, I can see the bumps in the road. I can see where, you know, I wasn't focused at. And so when I put my name on something, when I, when I say I'm going to do it, I'm on it 100%, you know what I'm saying? So I tell that to anybody, any entrepreneur, any man that that's like on that bubble. But I was a man that I had choices, you know, to be with people that I wanted to be with, whether it was, you know, out of town or in town or whatever may be the case. But, you know, saying you got to commit, you know, ain't no plan, no fence. And it's so much good luck that come from that when you commit to something. And I ain't saying that's for everybody to be in marriage, but if you commit to it, you know, saying even if you commit to a relationship, you can, you know, see the positive in that. You can see the the streak of, of I don't like to say good luck, but the streak of goodness that comes behind committing to something rather than just, you know, hitting this project 25 percent, then going on to another one. Commitment is everything. So. That's where I'm at with that, you know. So on some of my fondest memories, just being a dad and whew, I mean, I've been my kids track coach, my son's football coach. You know, I enjoy taking my girls out on dates. I done been to that that him and me ball so many times, about three or four times. Took my daughters there. I got them all their school shoes. Everybody just my son just got his last one this weekend. All these kids' shoes is $200, but, you know, it's, it's affordable for me. And I, I enjoy doing that stuff for my kids. And I hope they remember me when I do that stuff for them, you know. And I also spend precious time with them, so I walk around the block with them and stuff like that. I haven't done that in a while, but, you know, I try to do the small things as well, other than just buying them stuff. But, you know, those are some of my fondest memories. And then just put, being able to put them on a plane, take them out of town, Stuff like that, you know, saying I got a saying, well, this from one of my mentors from my old businesses, but he says a day is a waste of memories created. So, you know, whether we create memories outside at the basketball hoop in the driveway or walking the block or them going to get some shoes, you know, I love to create memories with my kids. 
because, you know, I'm realistic that I know that we pass away one day, but I would love to have that. I always joke about this, the Mary McLeod Bethune picture on the wall, say, granddaddy put it down. He put the player down for real. So, you know, that's what I'm about. That's my fondest memories of my kids and my family. And yeah, that's what it is. That is exciting. And, you know, I support you. Kudos. You raised a very good point when you talk about commitment, right? Mm-hmm. We live in a world where not a lot of people are committed to anything. They're not committed to themselves. They're not committing to their jobs. They're not committing. Some are committed to their marriages. So, you know, definitely I applaud you. It takes a very courageous person. If you meant, if you notice that the name of me is Courageous Leah, because it takes a lot of courage and strength on a day-to-day basis just to be who I am. And it's not for everyone, but these are simply my shoes to fill. So your shoes look great on you, by the way. It looks I like you're the it. only man that can fill them. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> I appreciate I'm not perfect. I'm not perfect, you know, but I try to reflect every day and try to do better, you know. It sounds, it sounds like you're on a good streak, a winning streak, and your wife, I know she should be very proud and happy to have a committing husband because that is important. So let's speak about this legacy. And I just want to go back and ask you, because I am a woman who had children before being married and you say it's frowned upon. So let's talk about this stigma that people put on us in society. Right. Let's talk about it a little bit. How you with curse words on here? (laughs) We with whatever you with. Okay, this is how we doing it. This is nothing off limits. So you can be free. To express yourself. So these are real world questions and people are going through this on a day-to-day basis. How did you overcome the objections or either the society persona of a man isn't supposed to do this or do that? What's your take on that? I think everybody should run their own race though. Sometimes, you know, like during our times, like our first house, should my wife, my wife financed the house herself. We pretty much started the house with a lot of credit cards off of her credit. So she was leaving with that. There's it's no way that, you know, time-wise, I was able to, you know, get it together. You know, I was in my career, but I was in a lot of different Rocky careers at the time. So it wasn't no way possible I was able to be able to do that stuff, and you know, time frame-wise and, you know, maintain a good credit and stuff because it takes, you know, money to, you know, Financial literacy is not, you know, something that you're just going to do overnight. It's something that you're going to do over time. It's a habit, you know, that you have to create amongst yourself. So she helped me create that habit at the last house. So, you know, before we got here, you know, you know, I was happy to say that I was the one, you know, bringing majority to the table. You know, I I enticed her to to, to move out of the last house and, and let's go get a, a bigger house. You know what I'm saying? So. And I was happy to do that. But, you know, you got to be driven as a man to want to do that. There's so many times I see a lot of baby boys out here, you know, men dropping the women off at work and stuff like that. And I just, you know, you got to develop your own conscience and say, man, I'm done with that. You know, I done had a lot of mishaps. I've been baby boy before in my younger days, 25, you know, saying I remember dating older women and 
me dropping them off at work and stuff like that, you know what I'm saying, and living in their house with their kids and stuff like that. I remember that, you know what I'm saying? I'm being transparent as possible. But at some point, man, you got to stand on your 10 toes and decide that you want better. Because I think we all born with greatness in us. But some people, you know, these stigmas and these people tell you that you can't do stuff. And after a while, after it get oppressed upon you so much, you start to believe it. That ain't my mindset, though. I don't give a fuck, for real. I ain't give a damn what my mother said. My sister said I was going to be with that woman. It's tough, but I started to realize I got to build my little my little circle right here. This is our squad. You know what I'm saying? Y'all, y'all need to fight to get affection over here and attention over here. Yeah, I built my own team. <laughs> you know, that is a legacy within itself. It sounds like you've taken what is not the norm if you've turned it into a positive, right? A lot of people don't know that if you put two negatives together, what do you get? A positive. You get a positive. It sounds like you took some negatives and you turned them into something tremendous. And with that being said, it sounds like you somewhat are a mechanic. Sounds like you can... Yeah, you got built. Yeah, definitely built. For sure built. So with that being said... The mechanisms, right? When we talk about the mechanisms of financial literacy, Mr. Group Home, Mm -hmm. he's a courageous, loving father. He loves his family. Can you name 10 things that you had to fix in order to become who you are? Yeah, I'm going to tell you one, my credit. (laughs) Man, you can't do nothing with bad credit, man. What is y'all doing? And you can't do nothing with bad credit. Two. My mindset, then that could be number one, because I remember walking through the airport. I used to work at the airport for American Airlines and me listening to a rich dad, poor dad, Damon John, the power broke. Who moved my cheese? Being complacent. Just so many books, man. I'm not a book dude. All I knew is three guys and athletes. I'm not real a book type of guy, but successfully clues. So, you know what I'm saying? Reading and listening to books. And I remember that we was, I actually got my first audio book. I think me and my wife went on a date or something. Like we was just, we went to Bars and Noble over there in Orange. And it's a national podcast. So that's a suburb of, of, of Cleveland. And we went to Bars and Noble. She got me like the audio book of Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I asked her to get it for me because I kept on hearing so much about it. And then I listened to it and it changed my mindset because it's like, we can't afford that house or how can we afford it? And the poor dad saying we can't afford it. And the poor dad was the educated one with all the degrees. And the rich dad was the, the dad who dropped out of school early, like in the eighth grade or something like that. But he was the rich one. And that was his friend's dad. So it was all about your verbiage, you know, saying great morning every day. You know, I just my mindset is just different now. My thoughts are different, you know. The way I spell things, you know what I'm saying, on the paper, you know what I'm saying? I'm just deeper with it. I'm within, you know, I'm still traveling and understanding this universe, but, you know, I, I got a good feel for it. I understand when I used to dream about scoring touchdowns and I actually scored the touchdowns. This stuff is not a coincidence to me no more. You know, it's it's my thoughts. It's the way I think to win all the time, you know. I was looking at these houses when I was renting a house. I was looking at houses like mine that I live in now 
when I was renting a house. So my mind, you know, <laughs> so that's mine's three preparation. You got to prepare to win before you win the game. You got to prepare before you win. Your preparation will allow you to be ready for the opportunity when the opportunity comes. That's it. Four, hunger. You know, it's going to be a lot of times, you know, you think this ain't for me. Your mind telling you stuff. It's just like when you're running or working out. Your mind tell you you're tired, but your body can go some more. Your body can go a lot further than you think. So your hunger needs to take you to the whole next level. What was that? Four, five. Vision. Having vision and knowing which way that you that you can see. Say like for instance, I hate treadmills because I can't see where the end is. <laughs> but if I walked outside and then you tell me, go jog to that, that big tree right there. I can see that tree. And every step that I take as I'm jogging, I can feel myself getting closer to it. So that vision <laughs> allows, you know, creating that vision, writing it on the board allows you to, to go get that, go get that goal that you set. What was that? Five, six. This kind of goes with vision. You got to have goals, short-term goals and, and long-term goals. That's very important that you hit the small tasks, wake up, make your bed. If you go over there right now, their beds is made up. And, you know, I try to follow that same suit every day in the morning, you know, making up my bed because it's just knocking out small goals and creating habits. They say it's 21 days to create a habit. Well, you got to create a habit. Well, you do, you make up your bed, do 10 push-ups, do 10 chin-ups, you out the door, drink some coffee and you out the door, you know. Six, was that six? That was six, seven, creating positive habits. Creating positive habits. I'm still struggling with that. I may do, I may listen to an audio, a nice audio in the morning. However, I may not go work out one morning. I'm still fighting that the habit thing, or I may take my vitamins this morning, but don't take it that morning. So I'm still working on that. I'm conscious of that right now. And when I put those things together, it seems to have a good turnout. So I'm still working on that. The nice habits thing, breaking bad habits. So, you know, it can be eating, eating wrong. It can be consuming alcohol and drugs. It could be a number of things. Bad sleep, don't get a lot of sleep. Consuming the wrong information. You know, it's times I listen to a lot of good audio books with a lot of times the internet may get me and I look at some ratchet stuff, you know, online fights and stuff. I'm just being super transparent right now. That was about eight right there, right? Let's get back to the positivity. Being thoughtful and mindful is a, is a good one also. And being thoughtful and mindful is if I know Talia has a, a, a life insurance business and a consulting business, then, and if somebody, I'm in a conversation with somebody and they say that, they need that service, you know, saying me being an extra thinker that I am, oh, I need to link them up right now, like shoot the text so I don't lose, you know what I'm saying? So I always be thoughtful of people's services and stuff like that. I support so many different businesses just off of me knowing what I need and what other people need. So, you know, just being thoughtful. I'm at nine, nine also, I say being selfish. Some, you know, people think, Think of selfish being a bad thing, but you know, sometimes you have to be selfish. And when we say that, it's about self-care. Selfish is, is definitely 
right next to self-care, having time to yourself. I think my wife understand that right now. So sometimes I'll be like, man, I'm just trying to get out of here by myself. Or me and my son going on the road. Sometimes like, you know, I just, you know, I, I isolate myself sometimes. You know, it may seem like on the internet that I'm out here. I isolate myself sometimes and I just want to be to myself. I, I did that since I was a kid. I used to listen to it. I was on the circuit with Scratch Master Air. I used to record it on my radio. I used to listen to it all night, you know, saying until it went off. And I just used to be in my own room, in my own zone. So being selfish and, and caring for yourself is very important. On the last one, I could think about being conscious. That has so many layers to it. And when I say about being conscious, it could be just being conscious of people, you know, saying that's around you. People's intentions when they talk to you and they call you. People's energy around you in a supermarket grocery store why is this person moving like that i'm very very conscious as you can see i always looking out my window looking at you know i'm just very aware i'm conscious of my surroundings i'm conscious of the way my wife walked out of here this morning i ain't getting no kisses nothing so now i gotta see what the hell what are you mad about <laughs> that like something on instagram i don't know man what the hell is you mad at but I check. I'm just being super real, man. Like that was a different morning this morning, girl. Wait till you get this. Get to this podcast. I'm like, what the hell went, went wrong today? But just being conscious of of feeling that energy, feeling people, and, and addressing it. You know, addressing it. You know, I had a good friend that I was dealing with for so long, man. And we, I just had so many ups and downs with him, man. I just finally decided to just block him, man, and just you know. Wish him nothing but the best of luck, man. But it's just, it just hard to just continue to build with something like that. That It's like brushing your hair backwards, you know, for the fellas. Like, dude, stop fighting it, man. Stop fighting it. So just being conscious of the energies that's around you. I know everybody is conscious with the world and, and the, the meditating and things of that nature. But I try to pay attention to everything, you know, and not just the stuff that's been presented to us, you know, as kids and stuff. Now I'm open to more information. I'm open to the more in-depth consciousness of, of life and, and what's going on around us and energies that's around us. So please be conscious, y'all. You know, I'd have to agree with you that being conscious is very important and you must always remain aware of what's going on around you. You must always pay attention to the people, the places, and the things you're associating yourself with. And I can see during your elevation, as you've sat back and you've outweighed the good and the bad. And that is what's made you so different. And you're humble with your success. And I appreciate you taking the time to hear me out, hear my thoughts and my ideal. Mr. Griffin, you are a rare gem. And based on a numerical value of your name, your rare gem reveal is Brazilianite. It is one of the beautiful stones in the world. And it is very creative and can boost your creativity in life. The stone is used for many powers and has the power of manifestation. 
if the stone is misused, the energy will be given off something as an impact that you can't even fathom. It is perfect use for needing to heal and will help you manifest your powers to help you with your solar plexus chakra. This stone will help you with your loving heart and it can benefit your life in many ways. Not only can it enhance your creativity, it can work with the solar and sacral chakras and has positive attributes and can increase the actions to help you get rid of anger and find new ways to be creative. I thank you so very much for being on the show. I thank you for your time and to all of the listeners. I appreciate your support. For further information, you can reach out to me at president, P-R-E-S-D-I-N-T, at Aaliyah's Helping Hand. That's A-L-E-A-S, Helping Hand, dot vision. Thanks for your time, and I'll see you soon. This has been a Mission Matters Network production. Listen to this show and browse our entire catalog by visiting missionmatters.com.